0: Hello again, rabbi. Hello, Joe. So uh, I am a resident of the state of Virginia. No, no, the
1: Commonwealth of
0: Virginia, Joe. Commonwealth of Virginia. Thank you for correcting me. I started out as a Yankee, but now. (laughs) But you are a a resident of Maryland. And uh, one of the things that has become very popular news in my neighborhood is that Uh, Recreational marijuana has been decriminalized. So do you feel like driving over the river and uh, I have these brownies that I can uh, offer you or uh, perhaps uh, hook up my hookah if you spend an afternoon?
1: I've been waiting for someone to invite me across the Legion Bridge to go to the, the Commonwealth that Thomas Jefferson envisioned as for the common good And so Virginia is living up to its name for the common good by decriminalizing marijuana. There are lots of problems, lots of things to talk about. One of them is still a federal crime, which I find mind-boggling because states all around the United States and the Commonwealth of Virginia have decriminalized recreational use, yet it still is a federal crime. And that in itself bothers me, or it's troubling, not quite sure how to reconcile as a former federal employee, having also having taken an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States. um, I would have problems violating, knowingly violating federal law. That would be one. And I have trouble reconciling how a state can declare something legal that the federal government has on the on the list as criminal. But let's put that aside and let's not worry about the law and the legality. That's someone else's. Hey, I'll come over to your house and we can have some bourbon. I'll come over and we can have a couple of beers at the barbecue. So, Why am I reticent to come over and have an Alice B. Toklas brownie Or smoke? I don't smoke. So I'm not sure how happy I would be smoking something since I don't smoke. And I'm not a big fan of it. But ingestible marijuana, hmm. How is that? How do you see that, Joe, as being different from having a beer or having a shot of bourbon?
0: Well, I know in my youth, uh, I have... Uh, tried. I, I am not a smoker either. And so every time uh, somebody passed me a doobie, I would always have trouble with it because I was not used to getting smoke in my lungs. And I would always have to have a beer or a soda or something to keep from coughing my face off. It was a great source of great amusement to my youthful companions. But I've had. Uh, I've had marijuana in brownies. I've had it in cookies. I've had it in spaghetti sauce once. <sighs> Most of the time I knew it, but sometimes I didn't. So they snuck it to me. So that to me, it was funny because while the, the sensation was pleasant, the uh, they're not telling me that they were giving me that was somehow very annoying to me.
1: But that's what makes it amusing. The fact that you it was given to you. However, it's a, a high and historically human beings, have always appreciated. In fact, scripture says wine makes the heart glad. There is nothing in Judaism that prohibits alcohol or drinking wine or beer. It's excess that Judaism warns against. One would say you shouldn't get so drunk that you can't function or do things or you would act in inappropriate ways. But unlike some other religions that forbid alcohol or forbid tobacco, Judaism has never forbidden anything. We see everything is from God. God wouldn't have created marijuana if he didn't want us to use it. God created wine so that we would have it. He created bourbon so that we would drink it. It's that we should not abuse it or use it to excess. So religiously, there's no problem with feeling good or wanting to release from stress It was believed at one time that marijuana was a gateway drug, that marijuana damaged brain cells. I believe the jury is still out. We haven't had it around long enough to do a study to see. initially, these were assumptions. Now we'll be able to do some studying. But I do have some serious concerns, Joe. Uh, One thing about recreational use, just like having a beer I don't want the pilot of my plane to be drinking while he's flying the plane or to have have been drinking before he got in the cockpit. I don't want my pilot having a doobie. I don't want my pilot to be stoned. What about my school bus driver? Marijuana is a substance. Alcohol is a substance. They do things to our bodies. They slow down response time. They do things to our thinking, which... In, at the 4th of July barbecue, we're gonna have a beer, we're gonna have some marijuana. So everybody feels good, everyone's relaxed and happy. Okay. The danger we've seen with alcohol, drunk driving is still a problem. We still haven't resolved drunk driving. We still haven't resolved alcohol being involved in shootings, alcohol being involved in spouse abuse. We still haven't solved any of that. And now we're going to add another substance and say, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with, the beauty may be that marijuana doesn't usually make someone violent. It's usually just the opposite. Marijuana makes us mellow, slows down a reaction time. It's not what I want from my airline pilot. That's not what I want from my school bus driver. That's not what I want from my firefighter. I want them on their best game. I want them to be on the edge I don't want them to be so relaxed that their response time, their ability to act is impaired. And we use the word impaired with alcohol. So I think we're in a whole new area now with driving under the influence and for certain professions of individuals. And the jury really is out. I think legalizing and getting rid of it is better, we had prohibition that didn't work with alcohol. So we know that prohibiting doesn't work. I think we're much better off what the Commonwealth did, decriminalize, and then let's start putting in place laws, restrictions. In the end, however, it's gonna be as a society. We're going to have to look at each other and agree that this is a appropriate, but not appropriate then. And we're still struggling with alcohol. The other drugs, heroin, cocaine, we know that there's no good side to them. There's no little amount that one can use recreationally to feel better. So we don't want to equate marijuana with other drugs that we know are harmful and don't have a a recreational use. So now we're down to Marijuana. So let me let me ask you. I'm on call as a volunteer firefighter. I'm coming over. You invited me over. Hey, I have my pager. What's wrong with my having a couple a couple of joints? You think that's a good idea?
0: Well, I know most of my friends who do have carry pagers for the doctors and the cops and the. I don't have any firefighter friends, but. Who knows what the future may bring. Uh, they always refuse drinks uh, because, oh, sorry, no, I'm on call. Even my, I have a nephew who's a, an air conditioning and heating specialist. And when he's got his pager, because he's on call, he doesn't drink. So
1: but what about I, marijuana? What about that argument that it's safer than, than alcohol and it doesn't hurt you and it's okay to have a joint?
0: Well, I think you're right. It's one of those things that we don't know. And we definitely don't want, I can envision a firefighter standing there and say, man, look at all the pretty colors as your house burns down. Let's have
1: fours. (laughs) I'm going to get some (laughs) muffins. Hey, man. Cool it. But going back then to some form of self-regulation, and historically, we don't do well as human beings with self-regulating. With some things, especially if marijuana is promoted as being harmless and not like alcohol. So part of part of this may be an education in terms of how we're going to deal with this particular substance. It's a, a whole new area in terms of the law and in terms of our country and in terms of social socializing something else that we can do at the barbecue
0: and for our kids I remember in high school it was a lot easier to swipe a few beers even though you were not old enough because they were lying around at a picnic or something like that than it would be to find somebody to score you a nickel bag uh, because that wasn't that was always already forbidden so now that we have a more op- or take a more open approach on it we have to learn more about it for- and I
1: think you just brought up something significant that if i was at the 4th of july and i'm 15 16 17 and somebody sneaks a beer three of us might share a can of beer out by the lake or on the shore so we all share a beer and we laugh and giggle and whatever high we felt was not from the alcohol, but really was psychological because we believed we were getting high. Mm-hmm. Now, think about your own, your, your children. Think about your 16 year old, your 17 year old. Do you want them to be eating the brownies? Do you want them to be smoking joints? And is this a behavior that we want younger people to participate in? You know, hey, it's really easy I feel good, so I don't have to do anything. I don't wanna to go to school today. I remember at the picnic, how good I felt. I'm gonna get some marijuana. It's around the house, my parents use it, it's legal. And I don't wanna face the world. And I think there is, is the danger and why Judaism promotes wine makes the glad, heart glad and restricts its use because it's too tempting to use it to dodge responsibility to keep from doing the things that we we need to do and things we really want to do and things that we're avoiding. Life has difficult times. And the goal would be, let's make difficult easier, not more difficult. However, the temptation to sit around or to drink or to stay stoned and not face the problems, not do, is very real. And I think it's presenting us with another option of neglecting. What needs to be done and it takes a lot of self-control to say no it's not a good idea i i need i need to deal with this and maybe when it's over i can go to the bar or go to the barbecue or we can smoke but what if it's readily easily available and harder to detect it's easier to tell if someone's drinking than if someone's well, you look at their eyes, you look at their their mannerisms, but it's not quite as easy to tell how relaxed someone is with with marijuana. We have a lot of things to discover and a lot of education. You know, this would be the perfect thing to do a cartoon book on. You talk about drinking responsibly. Well, what about getting stoned responsibly? I think that would be a great topic,
0: Joe. Well, I'll definitely have to look into that, Rabbi. But thank you for your words of wisdom, your words of caution. And it's a warning for everybody to s- stop and think a little bit more. And, of course, that's what I always turn to you for. And someday you will have to come over and I will make you a special batch of spaghetti. And we'll talk about it. Let's.
1: Hey, what, what's happening next Sunday? I'll be over. <laughs> let's, let's do Sunday brunch. Okay, I'll be over for Sunday brunch, Joe.
0: There you go. Well, see you Sunday, Rabbi. Okay, bye.